This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. It is episode number 42 of the Rosie Report post-All-Star Game edition, second half beginning edition as we get rolling here from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, right along the banks of the Allegheny, Monongahela, and Ohio Rivers. Guardians stay right across the rivers from the old Three Rivers Stadium site, now PNC Park, one of the beautiful ballparks in baseball as they get ready to take on the Pirates in a three-game series starting on Monday night. Jim Rosenhouse along with you. Great to have you with us as uh, we get you ready for the series in Pittsburgh and look back on a tough weekend in Texas against the Rangers, a weekend where the Guardians were swept three straight by the red-hot Texas Rangers to fall two and a half back of the front-running Twins in the American League Central Division and three games under the 500 mark. Coming up a little bit later on in our show, we will hear from Assistant General Manager Matt Foreman. Some uh, topics that we'll discuss include the trade deadline and pitching issues, especially starting pitchers from an injury standpoint and how the Guardians are trying to fill those gaps here while they await the return of several experienced starters. But first, a look back at Sunday's action, a game where it looked like the Guardians were going to get out of Texas with at least one win as they led 5-2 to two heading into the eighth inning, only to see the Rangers score four times and win the ballgame 6-5. to five. But it certainly didn't diminish another strong start from rookie right-hander Tanner Bybee, who went six strong innings, and a big day from Stephen Kwan with a home run and four hits on the afternoon. After the game, Terry Francona weighed in first on the performance of his young starting pitcher, Tanner Bybee. I thought he competed like crazy. Um, again, this is a really good hitting team, as we've seen. He competed really good. He took a ball off his foot. That We got him x-rayed just to make sure he's fine. He'll be a little, he'll be a little sore. Um, but he, he really he did he, six innings against this team, what, 98 pitches. He, he, he did a really good job. And the last one in the fifth, did that ball just get the glove? Not glove, okay. glove, yeah. Uh, what did you think of your offensive approach against Canada? You know, we, we it took us a while. I mean, we got, we ended up, you know, with, with Fry getting a huge, where you take, kind of take the stolen base out of the, the eighth and ninth, you hope. But then Trev, you know, when you this team doesn't need help. When you walk people, you're kind of asking for trouble, and that that's that's just a hard way to start the inning. I know it's not reviewable, but there was a couple plays the last two days down the line that I don't know what I don't I, I don't understand. Um, I I just I don't know what to say. We can't we can't review it, but my goodness, look didn't look very good. Nice to see uh, Quan string some together. Yes. Yes, he had really good at bats. Really good. Did it look like on the uh, leadoff home run for Simeon that he had it? Hit his glove. It hit his glove, and then when he, his arm hit the wall, 
Was Bieber able to see? Doctor? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, we got really encouraging news. He, uh, Bieber's actually flying back to Cleveland now. Um, he's going to be approximately two weeks no throw. He'll be rechecked every week, though. Um, he's got some, I think they put mild inflammation in that area there. Um, but it's, and again, there's not a time frame yet on, when, on anything except for the couple weeks down the throne. But it definitely looks like it's a non-surgical way to go, which is really good. Anytime you go in somebody's arm that's thrown as much as he has, you, you get nervous. Um, most likely Curry. That's Tito with a lot of information there on Shane Bieber as he will be shut down for two weeks before he begins throwing again in hopes of returning this season. Also after the game, Tanner Bybee following six strong innings talked about his performance an eventful day that turned out very well. First of all, good, feel good. Uh, the ball pretty well. Um, definitely unlucky day, I think, all nine innings. So, but I think everyone played pretty well today. How much did seeing what uh, what Williams did yesterday? How much did that help you prepare to go at this lineup? Oh, I think it's really helpful just because I think me and Gavin are pretty similar pitchers. I think he does stuff with like better than I do, and I do stuff better than he does. But I think we're very similar. So I think him going out there and pitching how he did yesterday, especially after those first two long innings, I mean, I think it was definitely easier in my mind. For you, you didn't get a strikeouts early on, but what start working as you kind of got into the depths of the game? Um. I don't know. I feel like I stayed stayed true. Um, I mean, I don't think I changed. I don't think I changed much. I think maybe the execution maybe got a little better. Um, but yeah, that's about to say. What did, did that ball by Singer hit you in the head? It was close. It was going to if I didn't get the glove out. <laughs> and what about the the, the ball by Low? Uh, that one got me right in the foot. Yeah. Did, did you feel because you were able to run over to first and still yeah. got a smile on your face? Did you realize it hurt after? Uh, it was once I realized it was an out where I was like, oh god, this hurts. <laughs> <laughs> nice to get the x ray and nothing's broken. Yeah, nothing's broken. No, we're good. At starting pitcher Tanner Bybee and of uh, the rookies, he has really taken a hold of a spot in the starting rotation and performed extremely well. And he did so again yesterday in a no decision. Well, as promised, Matt Foreman, assistant general manager for the Guardians joined us over the weekend to talk about a variety of subjects, including the transition from draft coverage to the trade deadline. And Matt, uh, earlier this week you had the draft, and, and we talked to uh, Paul Gillespie a lot about the specific players involved, but from your perspective now, how quickly are you transitioning from that and, and having so much resources uh, geared toward the draft to, to really the upcoming trade deadline with, with so many important things to address for this ball club as you get closer to that date. Yeah, Rosie, thanks for having me on. I mean, um, incredibly excited about the group that we were able to select in, in this year's draft. And um, you're exactly right. I mean, I think the draft is an all hands on deck period for many, many people across the organization. And now we're transitioning um, a lot of our bandwidth to the to preparation for the trade deadline later this month and uh, with the draft you know the last several years pushed back into uh, the month of July there's not a not a ton of time for uh, to transition from from one period to the next but um, you know we're beginning that preparation and, and transitioning in earnest now and when you look at, at the trade deadline coming up 
uh, at least from the outside, it, it doesn't seem like there's that many teams that are so far out of it where the inventory would be great of, of what you're searching for. And, and have you gotten a, a feel for that yet and, and how difficult it may be to, to try and pull something off to help improve the ball club? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a great um, question and observation. Um, I think the competitive position of teams across the league likely will push um, the, the activity relative to the deadline later um, in the period and closer to the deadline itself, just as teams try to get as much information as they can before staking the position. Um, you know, and I think the traditional trade deadline um, view is that there are, quote, buyers and, quote, sellers. But I think most successful trades, both sides are buying something. And so, you know, maybe this trade period, given the competitive landscape, uh, will just require a bit more creativity than, than typical for teams to find, um, you know, mutual areas of overlap. Stay with us. We'll have more with Matt Foreman after this short break. Welcome back to Guardians Warm-Up. Matt Foreman's joining us. He's the assistant general manager for the Guardians. Trade deadline fast approaching. And, uh, Matt, when you look at, at needs, uh, I know you try and fill from within so often in certain areas. Starting pitching has really taken a hit in terms of injuries. Uh, what's the that level of concern with, with certain pitchers? You're, you're still not quite sure about their status yet, but um, and Tom and Tito will, will certainly address the Shane Bieber situation in a little bit, but uh, level of concern with, with pitching depth, and, and how do you see it right now as you try and work through a, a difficult stretch injury-wise? Sure. Well, I think um... – Going into the year, we, you know, we break camp uh, from spring training with, with 26 players, 13 pitchers, and we certainly know that those 13 pitchers uh, won't comprise the only group who contributes throughout the season. Um, and so, you know, the old adage is when, when you think you have enough pitching, go get more. And, and for us, it's really about um, developing as much depth and resiliency as, as we can. And, um, you know, we've had um, a a fair share of, of, of guys missed time this year and, and we're certainly being tested, but it's been really great to see some of the young guys step up and fill critical roles, um, you know, certainly in the rotation, but even in the bullpen too. And so for us, it's a matter of, of, um, you know, continuing to take advantage of the opportunities that exist for, for the young guys and also looking for ways to, to continue um, building that resiliency. And as you look at, at that situation and maybe some other spots on the team, um, are you still in, in that phase where you're trying to determine the, the best possible additions uh, to this ball club in, in terms of any position, or, or is it getting more specific as you get closer to the deadline? I think as we get closer to the deadline, it gets a bit more specific, but in general, we're always looking for ways to improve, improve the team. And that goes for you know now and ideally into the, into the future, and that could take many different shapes and forms. Um, exactly what that looks like at this point is – it's hard to say, but um, you know, stands to reason that we'll be looking for for opportunities to complement this group that's you know right in the in the mix, uh, competing for uh, for the division in the AL Central. Busy times for sure here as we get closer to the trade deadline. Matt, thanks so much for coming by. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rosie. That's Assistant General Manager Matt Foreman as the Guardians are trying to work through some of their pitching issues and uh, keep things moving in a positive direction here as they head into play on Monday night in Pittsburgh two and a half off the pace in the American League Central Division. That's going to do it for this edition, episode number 42 of the Rosie Report. Join us tonight. Tom Hamilton will have the first pitch of Guardians and Pirates from Pittsburgh at 7.05 Eastern Time. Same holds true for Tuesday and then also Wednesday afternoon at 12.35. First pitch. 
So until the next edition of the Rosie Report, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you as always for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.